Excellent You're listening to Excellent Reception! Does it really reach that high? Welcome back to another episode of Excellent Reception. I'm your host, Little Dave, and this is episode two. Thanks to everyone that's listened to the first episode and subscribed to the podcast. You can check out our blog at excellentreception.com, as well as on Medium. This will be the companion to the podcast. You'll be able to find write-ups on all of the songs and the artists we mention in the show, as well as other music-related content. We've also started a Spotify playlist, which features all of the music we talk about on the show, as well as other suggested songs. So now let's get right to it. Episode two of Excellent Reception. As music technology has improved over the past few decades, self-produced artists have found many unique ways to bring the magic of their studio recordings to the stage. In the past, if you produced your own project, you would have to spend time teaching a band to play like your material. While they may be talented, they would never fully be able to take the music to where your mind could take it. Now, with programs such as Ableton Live, an artist can play the various elements of the songs by themselves, and improvise in ways that were never possible before. With tools like the loop pedal, a vocalist can build a complex arrangement with just the sound of their own voice. The possibilities are endless. On this episode of Excellent Reception, we're talking about a few artists who bring the recording studio to the stage and take the spirit of the one-man band to new realms. On today's episode... We talk about music from Jamie Lydell, Jeremy Ellis, Lowleaf, Mo Colors, and Chico Man. Jamie Lydell has built a career off of spontaneity. The British-born singer is best known for the way he uses technology to layer his vocals into complex rhythms and melodies. Over top of them, he proceeds to sing soulful songs with his richly toned voice that can quickly go from syrupy smooth to raw and raspy in an instant. While he can sometimes be found performing with the band, his solo shows are really where you get to see him at his best. His live show is filled with frantic beatboxing and funky synthesizers, which are all smoothed out by his phenomenal crooning. Jamie's live show goes hand-in-hand with the way he writes songs in the studio. Freestyled ideas get polished off and built upon, all while maintaining the same on-the-fly energy you get with his stage show. If you listen to any of Jamie's six albums, you'll hear him tinkering away on piano, guitar, synths, drums, and percussion. In addition, he has a who's who of the industry's best musicians on hand. Chili Gonzalez, Beck, Maki, James Gadson, 
Grizzly Bear, and a long list of others are always on hand to add some extra polish to his projects. There are so many Jamie Lydell songs that are certified classics to me. But I have to say Completely Exposed, off of his fifth album, Compass, really resonates with me. It starts off with a distorted beatbox rhythm. Then it quickly morphs into an early 90s-style R&B jam. I can't really put my finger on it, but something about the sound of it makes it seem like a lost album cut from R. Kelly's 12th play album. Yet, the song is sonically more rugged and loose than your average R&B classic. Reception. 
The MPC, also known as the MIDI Production Center, is a sampling drum machine created by Roger Lynn back in 1988. It's best known as the device of choice for hip-hop and electronic producers to create some of the most popular sample-heavy tracks of the past 20 years. Detroit native Jeremy Ellis first got his hands on an MPC while in high school, and it influenced the course of his musical existence. Most people use drum machines and samplers as a way to program and arrange sounds into beats. But Jeremy has adapted to using it as an instrument. He is able to work his 10 fingers across the 16 pads of the MPC with the furious energy and loose improvisation of a jazz drummer. His skills have given him the opportunity to perform all over the world, become part of the extended family of the legendary Roots crew, collaborate with DJ Qbert, and join the Native Instruments supergroup, Mostly Robot. Jeremy is more than just a button pusher. He is a piano virtuoso who once made a note-for-note remake of Herbie Hancock's Chameleon. When it comes to vocals, he takes a soulful approach, and his songwriting style is the product of what he has learned from listening to Stevie Wonder and Prince. His upbringing in the Detroit house and techno scenes are the backbone of the enthusiastic electronic music he makes. On his 2005 album, Lotus Blooms, he headed to Puerto Rico to absorb the traditional rhythms of the bamba and plena. He took those techniques and merged them into his finger drumming style. This influence is very strong on the song Take Your Time. Jeremy uses this as an opportunity to combine Afro-Latin melodies and percussion with the syncopated energy of UK broken beat. It is extremely difficult to believe that the sophisticated rhythm section you are hearing was all being played off of a simple drum machine. Step and so 
Excellent reception. I don't think I know of many artists quite like Lowleaf. At first glance, she's just a female that is holding her own in LA's male-dominated underground beat-making scene. Then you realize that she's a vocalist, a classically trained pianist, and is masterful at playing the harp. Overall, she's an exceptionally talented artist that brings so much of her own special flavor to the table. If you get to see her in a live setting, then you're in for a treat. She pulls out every tool in her musical arsenal to express herself through sound. I've seen her singing, rapping, and chanting, all while playing the harp with her left hand and playing the keyboard with her right. Some have labeled Lowleaf's sound as folktronica, which kind of makes sense, since her sound incorporates her spirituality, her respect for nature, and elements of her Filipino heritage. But it's so much more than that. Each project she has put out represents a new step in her evolution as an artist. On early albums like Chrysalis, she's heavy on the experimental electronic beats with a little bit of Dorothy Ashby-style harp textures mixed in. While on her Alchematizing Dawn album, she focuses more on acoustic instrumentation and songwriting with a few electronic atmospheric touches in the background. The culmination of her evolution can be heard on her latest album, Akashele, which was put out by Portland indie label Fresh Selects. On this album, she shows off everything she has learned along the way. The songwriting is top-notch, and the sound is more polished than anything she's done before. My favorite tune, As One, appears midway through the album. It has this slick, bossa nova feel to it, and the chords are so beautiful, I wish I could kiss them.
excellent reception. Joseph Dean Mahmoud is a Mauritian English producer, singer, and percussionist who goes by the stage name Mo Colors. The music he makes is an eccentric melting pot of lo-fi field recordings, dusty samples, dubby breaks, and freestyle chants. Each track maintains a minimalist simplicity, yet feels heavily textured with sound. There's always elements of the traditional Mauritian Sega music that he was raised on, but Mo Color's songs shuffle and swing with an undeniable hip-hop swagger. Watching him perform live really helps give you a glimpse into his creative process. His setup is simply a microphone, a drum machine, a looping device, and a few percussion instruments. With a little bit of humming, some beatboxing, a couple taps on a bass drum, Mo Colors suddenly has a wicked tune that instantly makes you want to nod your head and tap your feet. This method is organic and instantly gratifying. No wonder he is so prolific when it comes to putting out music. He already has a bunch of singles, countless EPs, and his two full-length albums are both over 15 tracks deep. His current album, Textures Like Sun, gets its name and the title track from the classic tune Golden Brown by The Strangers. This album is much more sample-heavy and lyric-driven than his previous work. There's an overhanging, earthly tone to the project and it carries a theme revolving around the cyclical nature of life. My favorite track is the deeply introspective A Soul's Journey. Mo Colors carries the same soul-bearing honesty in his voice that I once heard on Mo Def's classic, Traveling Man. I'm a traveling man, moving through places, space and time. Got a lot of things I got to do, but God willing, I'm coming back to you. The lyrics bring up thoughts of finding oneself and journeying back to your roots. The instrumentation, with its swelling organs and plucky guitars, provides the proper background for Mo Colors to put his emotions on display. Since the 1960s, it's been the same old story. The music may have changed its name, but the struggle is always the same. i 
You may or may not know Chico Man by name, but if you're in the Afrobeat and new school funk, then most likely you heard his work as a guitarist with Annie Ballas Afrobeat Orchestra and the Cote Soul Sounds. Chico Man is the solo endeavor of Marcos Garcia. The Chico Man Project is the result of heavy experimentation. In the studio and on the stage, Marcos combines African grooves with Latin rhythms, 808 beats, and dance party vibes. He has somehow found the connection between seemingly unrelated genres and melded them together into something that works amazingly well. His audio research involves an assortment of second-rate musical gadgets, like old Casio keyboards, cheesy synthesizers, and old drum machines. The resulting sound is something refreshing and new. With each album, he searches for new ways to expand the sounds of his special brand of lo-fi dance music. Chico Man's latest album, Magical Thinking, is an amalgamation of spaced-out boogie funk and bass-heavy merengue. He pays tribute to his New Jersey roots with the Latin freestyle undercurrent of his Analog Drift album where Chico can also be heard covering Talking Heads once in a lifetime. But all of his albums are rooted in the foundations laid down on his Manifest Tone Volume 1 project, in which Chico Man creates his own version of Fela Kuti's Afrobeat music with vintage drum machines, synths, and his ever-present guitar. It's almost impossible to pick a single song that can totally capture what Chico Man does musically. But since I can only choose one, here is Mayombe off of his album Manifest Tone, Volume 1.
Thank you once again for tuning into the Excellent Reception Podcast. Make sure you take the time to support all the artists that we've talked about on today's show. Also, make sure you subscribe to our podcast via iTunes. Check out our blog at excellentreception.com as well as on Medium. And make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, this is Excellent Reception coming to you loud and clear with the sounds that you need to hear. Excellent reception! Excellent reception.